Welcome to this episode of Disease Du Jour on the Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign. The Disease Du Jour podcast is brought to you in 2020 by Merck Animal Health. Our guest for this episode is Dr. Dwayne Chapel, who has spent his career bettering the health of horses through his work in the field, in the classroom, and in research projects. Dr. Chapel joined Merck Animal Health Equine Veterinary Professional Services team in 2014, and he currently serves as Associate Director, Equine Pharmacovigilance and Professional Services. Dr. Chapel practiced at mixed animal clinics in the Midwest, and he owned and managed solo and group practices, and he was the resident veterinarian at Richland Ranch Quarter Horse Breeding Farm for many years. Thank you, Dr. Chapel, for joining us today on Disease Du Jour to talk about the Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign. Well, thank you, Cam. I, I look forward to our visit and hopefully sharing a little bit more with uh, our audience in reference to this great program that we have to offer. Well, I'm going to start with a little overview, just in case somebody listening doesn't know what this is. The Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign, or UHVRC, was established in 2008. It is a nonprofit joint effort between Merck Animal Health and the AAEP. Through the program, qualifying equine rescue and retirement facilities can receive complementary equine vaccines for horses in their care, protecting the horse's health and making them more adoptable. So, Dr. Chapel, can you tell us why and how did Merck Animal Health and AAEP start the Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign? As you indicated, Kim, uh, in your opening there, the program started in 2008, but the, the thoughts and interests started even before that of how can a industry vaccine provider do more for a population of horses that oftentimes uh, resources are stressed or strained or oftentimes even left out? Uh, and how can we do this in a way that uh, would facilitate it to a large body? So the a group within Merck Animal Health uh, equine team started thinking outside the box, dreaming a little bit, and presented this idea to the folks at AEP who embraced it and helped move it forward and to make it what it is today. So what is Merck's role and what is the AAEP's role in this? Each has a... a a different role, but yet uh, working together makes the program what it is. From the side of Merck Animal Health, uh, we are the provider of the vaccine that's donated to these organizations, as well as we're involved in the marketing side of this program to bring awareness to veterinarians as well as rescues and retirement facilities of its presence. From the AAEP side, they're the folks that uh, do all the, the heavy lifting as far as logistics, receiving all the applications, uh, working through the question and answers that organizations may have as far as the application process, and then delegating these applications out to AAEP members for review and determination how the vaccine donations will be distributed for that year. Well, can you walk us through how this program works for the rescues and retirement facilities and how veterinarians are involved? Absolutely. So from the beginning of the process, the retirement and rescue facility first needs to identify a veterinarian in your region or area 
that is an AAET member. That's uh, the first box that we would need to check to be able to participate in this program. Once that AAEP member has been identified, it may be the existing veterinarian providing the care or maybe someone else in the area. Along with the partnership with that member, they would need to conform to the AAEP care guidelines for equine rescues and retirement facilities, as well as be a 501c3 tax exempt nonprofit organization. Once those uh, boxes are checked, if you will, then the application process can begin. And the application process is going to involve um, completing the form associated with the vaccine that's desired, a facilities checklist, as well as uh, completing some of the requirements within the application. That will then be submitted to the AAEP organization and the administrator of the program. Uh, currently, that is Dana Kirkland, and Dana is always available to answer questions that people may have as far as do I qualify and how do I get involved. Those applications are due by February 1 each year as this vaccine is then uh, distributed later in that uh, spring of that year. Today's Disease Du Jour podcast is sponsored by Merck Animal Health. Merck Animal Health is proud to partner with AAEP in the Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign to deliver much-needed vaccines to qualifying equine rescue and retirement facilities. This year, Merck Animal Health is doubling the 2020 vaccine donation to this critical program to help meet the demand and provide 7,000 doses of life-saving vaccine to horses in need. To learn more, visit uhvrc.org. So, how are the practicing veterinarians involved? So, the AAP members that are working with these rescues and retirement facilities? AAP members uh, become involved initially by being the recognized individual to qualify this uh, retirement rescue facility to be uh, an applicant. And then we would hope that the continued relationship develops or continues in a way that not only reviews the, the care guidelines that are set forth that AAP feels are, are very necessary for the appropriate welfare of this group of horses, but also that veterinarian will go through a facilities checklist with them in the application process. It oftentimes helps identify maybe some shortcomings or things that need to be repaired or replaced. And then at the other end of the process, once the vaccine is distributed, uh, the AAEP veterinarian will be the one involved with the administration of that vaccine to the, the horses that qualify. And I know that as part of this program, purchases of Merck Animal Health equine vaccines contribute to the program. How does that work? So for each dose of vaccine that's purchased, either through veterinary clinics, veterinarians, uh, even the retail side, those uh, dollars are accumulated throughout the year. And then a portion of those uh, sales are allowed to contribute to uh, the vaccine that's donated for the following year. So in round numbers, more than a million dollars 
worth of vaccine has been donated to this program from Merck Animal Health. And that's that's a big number in anybody's book. So we, we do as, as part of the industry and someone who has volunteered many hours at rescues and rehab facilities, we appreciate that as an industry. Can you tell us a little bit about what diseases these vaccines protect against and why those vaccines were chosen? Absolutely. We, we look upon the AAEP vaccine guidelines as our directive to uh, make those decisions. And within those vaccine guidelines, we will find uh, two categories of recommended diseases to protect against. One of those is called the core uh, base category or the group of diseases that uh, AAEP and members of the organization recognize as all something all horses should receive. So tetanus, eastern and western cephalomyelitis, West Nile virus, and rabies would fall into that category that each horse throughout the United States should receive uh, an initial and a booster series if that horse has never been vaccinated or should receive the booster on an annual basis. Beyond that, there's also a couple other diseases in the risk-based category uh, that are covered, and that would be influenza as well as herpes virus 1 and 4. Well, that's great that, that you're covering not only the core, but some of the, you know, risk-based vaccines for some of these horses. And we've, we've seen actually quite a few cases of influenza the last few years, and we're all very aware of herpes virus in the respiratory form that's been reported. So we want to protect against that as well as, since you've got a reproductive background, we, we do not want any of these herpes virus abortions happening on our farms. So those are, are great. Uh, it, it's good to know that these vaccines are covering all of the basics and some of the at-risk. Absolutely. Is there anything else, Dr. Chapel, that you would like to add about the Unwanted Horse Veterinary Relief Campaign? I, I would really encourage uh, veterinarians that are listening as well as uh, horse owners that may uh, step in and listen on this podcast to get involved in this program. Um, each year we always have an abundance of applications um, and oftentimes the number of horses that people apply for receiving vaccines far exceeds the donated products we have but we want to continue to encourage folks to apply and try to meet as much of those vaccine needs as, as we can through this program. We truly understand that resources are, are often stressed or strained uh, in many directions as many of these organizations are, are donor or, if you will, um, challenge to identify funds that can provide for all the needs. And so this would sure relax some of those needs. Additionally, with our current uh, situation with the coronavirus, we also understand that giving may be down later this year. And these organizations are going to have to address new challenges that maybe they haven't walked through in recent times. And so this would be one more way to be able to give to that horse and care for the basic welfare needs uh, of that animal for the, for the year. Well, that's great. And for any of our listeners, whether you're a veterinarian or you're a horse owner or you're part of one of these rescue or retirement facilities, you can get more information at uhvrc.org. It's uhvrc.org. 
And thank you, Dr. Chapel, for being our guest today on Disease Du Jour. And thank you to our audience for listening. And special thanks to our 2020 sponsor, Merck Animal Health. We ask you to please listen and rate previous and future episodes of Disease Du Jour on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast platform. Follow Equimanagement on Facebook or send us an email at kbrown at aimmedia.com. Disease Du Jour is a production of Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.